Want to unleash more of your money's potential? Well, give it more time, attention, and intention. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad that you are here with me today. Before we get into today's episode, I've got a question for you. And you may have heard this in the last episode, and it's this. Do you really, really feel like you were in the driver's seat when it comes to your money and its impact on your business and life? How do you know if you are giving your business all that it needs so that it can give you all that you need? If you don't have a hell yes, I do response, well, then let's talk because I just might be able to help you. So send me a DM on Instagram so that we can schedule a complimentary discovery call. You can tell me what's going on and I can tell you what I am hearing. And if we decide that working together makes sense, then we can talk about what those next steps look like. So send me a DM on Instagram, say discovery call, and we will get you the link to schedule a time to chat. But now on to today's show. How often do you catch yourself saying, I don't have enough time for fill in the blank? Between juggling your workload, professional and personal calendars, and professional and personal responsibilities, you are probably walking around feeling a bit overwhelmed with too much to do and too little time. Am I right? And you know what? You're not alone. You're not alone because I'm in that same boat with you and you have family and friends and colleagues and clients who can relate because time anxiety is something that affects us all to some degree. And I don't know about you, but occasionally I know I find myself longing for the days when time just felt as carefree as you and I may have remembered it feeling during childhood moments and childhood summers in particular. But alas, we are adults and that time pressure that you are feeling, it is real, like very, very real. And with the official start to summer just a few weeks away, I find myself again saying, where is the time going? How did we get to this point in the calendar so fast is something that I wonder and wonder more year after year. I also find myself reflecting on a story that I've shared previously, but that I believe bears repeating, especially around this time of the year. And it occurred during a speaking engagement slash uh, coaching combo event for a law firm. And during a private one-on-one -on -one coaching session, a senior associate said, and this is a quote, I work really long hours. When I come home and I have a free moment, I just wanna have a glass of wine and binge Netflix. The last thing I wanna do is think about money, end quote. You know what? She's not alone. And she wasn't alone then, nor is she alone today. Her sentiment is one that I hear some variation of often. 
Yet, what she and many others tend to miss is how time pressure isn't entirely due to a lack of time. Psychology and emotions play a role too. And here's how that can look. Enjoyment. I get that there are a lot of people who are not like me. They don't get receipts for daily cash and card purchases. They don't track their money. They don't enter their transactions into a spreadsheet and accounting software weekly. They don't do monthly and quarterly and mid-year and year-end reviews. They may enjoy other aspects of money, but they really do not enjoy this particular aspect of it at all. And so it's hard to make time for something that you don't enjoy. So if you don't do, if you don't enjoy the tracking, if you don't enjoy the reviewing, it's kind of hard to make the time for it. So that's one element. Another is vision. And so if you don't have a vision for what it is that you want your money to do for you, your goals might be opaque as well. Because another thing that you've heard me say all the time is that the majority of your goals have a financial component to it. So if, you, if you're not clear about your vision and your goals are opaque and the financial component of that is opaque as well, well then it's hard to make short-term sacrifices or be clear about the value of today's trade-offs if you don't see the connection between the actions that you were taking today and the results that you want them to garner for you in the future. And here's one more thing, control. When it comes to time, you tend to be much more reactive if you are not in control of your calendar or in control. Uh, control of as much of it as you would like. Um, so, you know, think about the senior associate that I made reference to who's getting home at like 11 o'clock at night. She's probably someone who is in not as much of, of control of her calendar as she would like. And, you know, again, in her case, it was due to work-related matters, but in your case, it might be due to either personal or work-related demands or really the, you know, both of those demands coming together and overlapping. And so it's hard to be proactive when you feel like you have very little agency over what you do and when either because of the expectations that others have of you, you know, your family, your friends, your team members, your clients, your colleagues, your bosses. Um, in addition, so there's that, right? So the, it's the enjoyment factor, it's the vision factor, and it's the con control factor. And in addition to all of that, we have to be mindful of the fact that time is not static. And I don't mean this in the sense of the movement of time per se. Rather, it's about how the demands on your time today will look different in the future, just like they probably look different now than they were a year ago. So how you relate to time now will also be different in the future. And this is what I want you to think about. If time is preventing you from prioritizing your money, what else is falling by the wayside? If you just flinched a little or said, ouch, that's a good thing. 
I didn't ask this question to shame you, but I did want to grab your attention. And I wanted to give that setup to grab your attention. Because what I want you to see is how the feeling and sometimes the reality of not having enough time is actually a reflection of two relationships, your relationship with time and your relationship with money. You can't manufacture more time to address what you currently don't have time to do right? You and I, we can't make 24 hours become 26. You and I just simply do not have that kind of power. However, you can sit in the uncomfortable gap of how you are spending your time relative to how you need to and look for clues on how to create more time through your choices and what you prioritize. Yes, doing less is a heck of a lot easier said than done, especially if you don't have complete control over your calendar. Yes, time is not always your friend, particularly when you underestimate how long something will take to complete and or discount the value and the power of working in small sprints of, say, 15 to 20 minutes. And yes, time can prompt you to rush to the future because you are so focused on what comes after you do the next thing, but that you don't actually do the next thing or worse, you don't do it well or as well as you probably could or should. So if the last thing you want to do is think about your money and your reason for being less engaged with it is due to a lack of time, please know this. You might be unwittingly contributing to and increasing your financial stress as a result of. And one way to reduce this stress is to increase your awareness and understanding about the Venn diagram that is your relationship with time and your relationship with money. And then take action based on that insight that you discover from this intersection. So to unleash more of your money's potential, give it your time, attention, and intention, and actually give it more of all of those things. Why? Because your financial results will thank you. Well, that is it for today, folks. A short and sweet, but hopefully impactful episode. As always, thank you for listening all the way until the end. Or if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for doing that as well. And before you hop, if today's episode sparked an aha or reflection, I'd love to hear more. So please send me a DM on Instagram. And remember to go ahead and book a complimentary discovery call if you really, really want to feel like you were in the driver's seat when it comes to your money and its impact on your business and life. Once more, thank you for listening today. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. If you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, we'll do two things. One, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, but then also take a moment to leave a rating and a review because we do read them. And if you are on YouTube, please comment below. And as always, if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. I'll be back with another episode. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money. Money.